So she's becoming one of the biggest WWE superstars as we speak. Her name is Raquel Rodriguez. She is uh, she, her and I both went to the same damn college, Sam Houston State in uh, Huntsville, Texas. But how do you start an interview with someone that's born and raised in South Texas? Hell yeah. You ask him about tacos. I think it was called Los Leones in uh, La Fiera for some of the best tacos. Is that true? La Feria. Yes. Yes. Los Leones does have very good food. La Feria is actually a very, very small town that my mother went to high school in as well. So I, I attended elementary and middle school in my first year of high school in La Feria. It really has a special place in my heart because that's pretty much home for us. My grandma still lives down the road in Mercedes, Texas as well. Well, you didn't answer my question. What's the best no, taco? What's the, well, what's the best taco spot? What is it? Uh, west of the 69 in Harlingen. Come on, help me out here, man. I'm looking for it when I go down there, Raquel. I would go to Los Leones in La Feria. They definitely have good tacos. But I'm going to tell you, anywhere you stop, like you could even stop at the Laredo Taco Company at a Stripes gas station, and <laughs> you will get some really good tacos because somebody's abuelitas back there making tortillas, all right? These are not store-bought tortillas. They make the dough by hand. They roll them out. They make everything that is served up there. And I honestly, that's the best memory I have with my grandpa is stopping at this gas station, getting a potato and chorizo breakfast taco. And then he dropped us off at school. It was the best. <laughs> oh, that is. That's a breakfast of champions before school. I like that. But she's right. You don't think of a gas station, Valero with stripes in the back, in the back of the Valero with great tacos, enchiladas. But that's true. You roll in there. That stuff is legit. So they hire out. Abuelitas to come in there and and uh, do it upright. Oh yeah, they sure do, and it's so good because they, like these tacos are huge. I know, like when I'm traveling or whatnot, I get these tacos and they're like little. The tortillas are like this big. My grandma and all of these ladies in these gas stations they make tortillas about this big. So you're getting a huge taco for maybe a buck fifty, two bucks, and it's absolutely delicious. They have fresh salsa. And Laredo Taco Company should just hire me right now. <laughs> yes, they should. Holy. Future sponsor. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You're in fantastic shape. Are you allowed to eat these every day? Yeah. No, I'm not allowed to eat these every day, sadly. And I do make tortillas as well. My grandma showed me how to make them. But thank you to Florida because it's really hard to find good tacos in certain areas of Florida. So it really works out for my diet that I'm not in Texas right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes. And again, on that note, when we talk to UFC athletes or wrestlers, we one thing that we go to towards the end of the interview, but screw it, we're already there. Oh. What is a what is a cheat meal for Raquel Rodriguez post uh, match? Oh, post-match, I love to try and find a big order of fajitas, chicken fajitas, steak fajitas, and then it comes with the tortillas, so you can kind of eat tacos. But if the place looks like they have really good enchiladas, then I order the enchiladas verdes with the green salsa on top. They just hit the spot every time. And it also depends. I might have a sweet tooth, so maybe I got to get like a cookie or some churros or something while I'm at it, too. That's a, that's a big cheat meal for me, but I love all of that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. On that note, I used to get some sweet tamales from the Mexican place down the hill with the raisins and the nuts. And, and that was insane. You, If you got a sweet tooth, I know you know about the sweet tamales. Oh, yes. My grandma, made, my grandma actually used to sell tamales and she can bust them out dozens by the dozens and sell them around the neighborhood. 
whatnot. And she would make the sweet tamales with the raisins. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And I brought this up to a few people too, and they never know. And I'm like, you guys, maybe it's just a Texas thing or something. But Well, I was here under this assumption that your dad was one of the biggest influences in your life. Sounds like grandma's right up there. Who in your family has been one of the most iconic people for you to date? Definitely my father. But yes, my grandmother, too, you know, because she she did raise me and my cousins and watch us over time. So I learned so much from her. But the person that I always wanted to be like, the person that I always looked up to, the person that I could go to for anything and talk to has been my father. He's been my rock, my ride or die. He's supported me with whatever decision I made in life. He never pushed me into basketball. Um, you know, it was something that I just kind of fell into watching him coach the team at my school. And he realized, you know, this is something I really wanted to do. So he would take off weekends or he'd work extra or he'd do double shifts just to drive me four hours to San Antonio or Houston or Dallas, wherever we had to go to meet recruiters for college or to in these big AAU tournaments. So I've, I've taken so much time with my dad. We've been on the road together. And even now when we go on road trips, it's like, oh, this feels like old times when I would ride with you to your shows or you would come with me to my basketball games. <laughs> no, that's cool. Those are good memories. We're talking with Raquel Rodriguez, WWE fighter. And you were talking a little bit about basketball, though. You playing basketball in college is serious business. Were you recruited by any WNBA teams or were you always just knowing once college is done, I'm going to go into UFC WWE? Yes, I, I was always just knowing. And it was because I had this deal with my dad. I wanted to be a wrestler as a very, very small girl and at the time it was much different for women so he was like very adamant about me going to college graduating college um, and getting my education so I did that you know I fell in love with basketball which was really really great because it was my avenue into a university and basically got me what I needed to get so once I was able to graduate I told my dad on that day I said remember when you said if I finished college I could pursue wrestling mm. and of course he knew it was coming so <laughs> he was like yep I know, you know, so he just started to support me from there and he would go with me to trainings. He would train me. He would get in the ring with me until I finally got my opportunity for a WWE tryout and made my way to NXT. So I know he's excited and proud of everything I've accomplished this far. And I know we both talk about it all the time, but it's just the beginning. So we're just elated to see what's next. You know, <laughs> you just said you were in the ring with your dad. How awkward is that? I mean, you're taking punches from your dad. You're punching your dad. Now, thankfully, you know, my dad was more of just trying to show me a little bit of his move set, his style, stuff that I could kind of take on and make my own so that I could keep that tradition alive. So now dad wasn't punching me or anything. <laughs> Can you tell us when you got that call from WWE that uh, we want to bring you into NXT or work you through the system to to be on a bill like we're going to see uh, Saturday night in Phoenix? You know, it, uh, when I first got the call about signing with WWE and becoming a WWE superstar, I was actually um, changing my oil. So I was just sitting outside, minding my own business. I get the call and I immediately broke down in tears, was so excited. I tried to keep it together on the that specific phone call. But the minute we hung up, called my dad and just let it all out. And we both kind of cried together. But we were just so excited because it was like everything was just falling into place at a very fast pace so i was absolutely just prepared to drop whatever it is i was doing in texas and just go and put it all in and i'm actually very proud of myself for just doing that and moving so far away from home and be a being able to consistently push myself in this very difficult 
But honestly, I, I know my dad's proud of me and I'm just so excited to keep trying to make him prouder. I'm told you worked like five years in what could be considered the minor leagues of, of wrestling. Uh, tell me what that's like. Is it like minor league baseball, the bus rides and the, the dingy gyms and all of the craziness that, you know, that like in the movies, you see that these guys are out there doing stupid stuff. You know, I wouldn't say we were doing stupid stuff. We did uh, definitely didn't have too many bus rides unless we were out of the state. But being a part of NXT really helped shape me into the performer I am today because I got to learn from so many amazing minds. Norman Smiley, Scotty Too Hottie, Robbie Brookside, Sarah Amato, Matt Bloom. And so I picked up all these different flavors of wrestling from everyone to create my own, in a sense, you know, as well as bringing in what my father taught me. But we did have some wild car to some of the local towns in Florida. You know, Rhea Ripley and I used to go and try and play jokes on people if we could. Uh, we had sing-along moments. I cried with Raul, who's actually, um, he's a part of La Legado de Toro. Um, and he's my really, really good friend. So I've made so many friendships in this business for five or six years. And it's crazy how quickly the time flies when you're really just having fun. It's well, you got to tell us one of the jokes. You can't just drop that out there. You got to tell us. One of the jokes that first thing that comes to your mind, don't think about it. Well, we did this Christmas, you know, we both had the Grinch hat. So we went around the show during Christmas and we were just playing little pranks on people trying to be the Grinch for Christmas, away candies. Um, we tried to catch one of the referees at one point, but then he ended up wrapping us up, wrapping paper. There's just silly stuff like that, you know, making the time fly and making the best out of it. So it was just a lot of fun. How can you not love her? Thank yeah. you so much for this interview. This is so that I got to know. I got to know. I'm sorry, Crash. I got to yeah. know this. In doing the research for this interview, I came across a lot of pictures, obviously, on, on uh, YouTube and Google around. <laughs> Every one of them, if I look at 10 pictures, I can see 11 different looks for Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> I, you, do, you do not look the same from image to image. How do you manage that? I mean, how, where does that come from? Uh, you, like I, when you showed up for the interview today, you look nothing like the last five pictures that I saw. What's that about? Uh, I, know, I did go through a transformation from when I first signed with WWE till now. I will say that I have already, I was under the name Reina, um, Reina Gonzalez. And then I was under the name Raquel Gonzalez. And I came in as a bodyguard. I was a little bit of a bad guy in the beginning, so I had a different look to myself. Now I'm a little bit more of a good guy, so my mm -hmm. image has changed. But because, you know, to me, it doesn't feel too frequently, but yeah, it has It has happened in such a short period of time, but it's still me. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I'm still well, here. I, I know you got to, Raquel, I know you got to run. <laughs> We're, Adam's uh, sending me messages. We got to get the hell out of here. But look, you had me at your changing oil. Luca, I know. Lucas Oil is our official oil of the Freak Nation.